Good buddy, you. Very well. Good Monday. Ready, fresh. Yeah, good start to the week. Let's, Monday let's morning. Ready for the traffic. Ready for the traffic. It's crazy this morning. Traffic's crazy. Everyone's so what are we talking about? What are we talking about this morning? Land tax. I think we, we um, what is it? How much is it? When do you pay it? When don't you pay it? I think, um, yeah, tax, 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 tax. So cool. Uh, I've got um, music playing. I've got music playing on uh, Facebook, buddy. Yeah, that was just our intro. It's off now. Oh, all <laughs> right. DJ, DJ. So yeah, DJ um, let's, talk about, let's talk about Lantex, buddy. I think it's um, a lot of a lot of investors talk about it. A lot of um, first home buyers don't know about it. A lot of people in New South Wales um, are not exposed to it, but the people that are have been absolutely punished um, in the last. Yeah. Um, probably 12 to 24 to 36 months, huh? Yeah. Well, put it this way, land tax is land. And we do see it a lot in the commercial uh, commercial arena as well now, especially when big parcels of land, well, basically the values have gone up in property dramatically over the last few years. Um, So tell us when is, what is land tax? How often is it payable? And um, then I can go through some of the ratios. So, What's land tax and when's it payable and who's so it payable for? It's payable annually if you own uh, a certain amount over a certain amount of property. Um, so to give you an idea, if you're an investor, the government lets you own your, so let's just talk single person for the moment. Um, if you're a person that the, and an investor, the government lets you own $600,000 worth of land value um before they want to charge you a tax so i'll give you an example um a house in narrowena for 1.2 1.3 i'm living at home um i uh i buy a house mum and dad help me out and i buy a house uh generally a house in narrowena the land value so land value is different the the um the value of general land value is what they use for tax assessment. It's different to the value of if I just sold the, the house on the block of land. So what the our friends at government do is they say, what's your VGA? Your VGA is your is your value of general's assessment. The VGA for this house in Narawena is a million dollars. So, so you can't means- just get a real estate agent to write a, a letter saying it's only worth half a million. You can't. So this is a value um, general. VGA, value of general assessment. And then what yep. happens is is over that, once they realise that you're over that 600-odd K mark, I think it's 6 or 6.30 or something this year, the assessment value. Once you're over that, they want you to pay tax on that. They want yep. you to pay tax on that. Every year they want you to pay tax on that. Um, so to give you an, an idea is that is for every 100 grand, it, it's about, I believe it sits at about 1.4%. Um, so yeah, 1.6. 1.6%. 1. 1. 6. 6. So 30. Premium threshold of 3.846. So you have to come up, you have to find $6,400 per year for the government. If wow. you own a house as an investment, 6400 So if you've got that house rented for seven 800 a week and you're paying your, your mortgage back, You've actually got to come up with some serious money, guys, to pay land tax because you're an investor. 
Now, if it's a unit, it's different. How does that work, Mr. Burgio? Yeah, so that's where we're coming up with, um, we're seeing some investors change up their investment strategy. And it's because of land tax, a lot of the bills, are, like some properties around here basically have doubled. So that six grand a year can almost be, if it's almost at the moment, it's what you're sort of lucky to have it positively geared or not too negative, but that extra six grand for a house, it just throws it um, well into the, the red, you could call it. So with um, a block of units, basically if let's say that the same size block was at the same size value as that house, $6,000 a year, if that block of units has 10, uh, 10 units on it, it's basically divided by 10. So it's a lot smaller portion. So you could almost have three. So if, let's just say uh, that land value was 600,000 or 630,000 divided by 10, that unit may only be $63,000 uh, towards that threshold. So you may be able to have what, um, three or four properties as an investment and still be under the threshold of uh, $629,000. now. it's massive. And you know where it is. I guess um, majority of people don't own multiple investment properties, so they're not really exposed to land tax. But if you're like an investor in a commercial area and say that, you know, like these typical Italian uh, investors, they've got a really nice factory, that factory could attract a monster land tax bill a monster yeah. land tax bill every year um, of, you know, we've got landlords that are up for sometimes two or 300,000 a year and they don't own a lot of um, commercial property. Like they yeah. own one or two, they're, they're fair sizes, but they're not, you know, so that, that bill used to be close to zero or zero 10, 20 years ago but the government's really ratcheted up on these land tax fees. And the way they've done it is when I went back to that VGA, the value of general assessment, they've been mm. really clever with these VGA assessments and they've actually um, where the value of that VGA used to be half of the real value of the land. Mm. Now the VGA value is really being pushed up. So there's guys in the in, in New South Wales in value of general offices just looking all day, every day at, at these accuracy of these value of general assessments and they're pumping up, pumping them up as much as they can be pumped up. And can can you fight it? Like I know a lot of what's your sort of view? Like you get your letter. Use because I know, like you said, there's some landlords that have these big blocks of property, but they don't generate much income because they haven't developed it. So they're all it's they just don't agree with it. Like, can you fight it? Who can you fight it? Are you wasting your time? Um, what's what do you reckon? Yeah, look, there's lawyer firms and valuation firms that do it as a profession. Um, I think you don't you don't fight it for the sake of fighting it. You fight it if you think it's been it's unreasonable. Um, and look, that's why we're in a, we're in a lucky country that there is, there is plenty of reason out there. Um, and, and, and I think if you can put up a good story, good factual information on your assessment of your property, um, they will put that value down. Um, the mm. problem with these, with these, um, the land tax. So if anyone's just tuned in, we're talking about land tax for investors. So if you're an investor these days, every year you have to pay this, um, uh, this this land tax 
amount. And it's and, the and value it's based on 31st, before 31st of December. So that's the date, that's when the bill. It's yeah, I think it's, it's on or about the 25th or 31st, or 26th or 31st or 27th or around there. So if you own a property at that date, they you are paying land tax. That is that date they're going to whack you for. They're going to assess you on land tax. Yeah. Um. And and you know what? This land tax story has actually made people owning investment properties just not pop possible anymore. People will sell their mm. investment property because it is now impossible to keep the investment property because the amount of land tax they have to yeah. pay. It's really throwing things out of the water. I personally yes. own um, an investment house. To give you an example, I pay three hundred ninety dollars. So if if the house is rented for seven hundred and fifty a week, and I, you've got a mortgage of a million dollars on a place, fifty fifty. A thousand a week has to go towards the mortgage. Three hundred ninety has to of of my to give you an idea on my place. Three hundred ninety has to go towards um, the government. Three hundred ninety dollars a week I have to pay just to own just for the benefit of owning that property to our friends at government. So it's a big money. Um, I'm look. I, am I complaining? Yeah, probably. Am I happy? Yeah. I, I realise taxes are, are, are necessity evil, you know, necessary. But it's pretty incredible amount of money, like four hundred dollars. Well, well Glenbow's just asked a question here, Mike. Do you want to confirm? So, guys, is it the value of the land, or, or the land, or land plus house in New South Wales? Okay, uh, uh, so let's let, let's pedal back okay, a little bit to answer that that, to answer that one. So what it is is the government uses a, um, an assessment. They don't use. Uh, they have to assess somehow land the the value. So they they can't send out a, a person to every single house to assess the the value. So what they actually do is they say, look, we're only going to assess the land. Well, don't worry about if you've built the Coliseum on there. Don't worry if you if um if it's just a block of land. We're only going to assess the land, and we're actually going to appoint a body called the VG called the Valuer Gen the Valuer General. The Valuer General is going to is going to estimate all values across New South Wales of all land. So to answer yeah. the question, it's the Valuer General's assessment of your block of land. He will do that for a unit block. The value of general will do that for a unit block. The value of general will, will do that for a house. The benefit of a unit block is you get to divide, divide that number up between 8, 10, 12, however many units are on that block. Mm. Which it's, it's, it's probably a pretty fair way. Do, do, are you, what do you reckon of the method? It's probably the Yeah, look, the, the method's changed. Well, it's changed because it used to be stagnant. So the, the, they used to index that figure up. So every year they put it up a couple yep. of percent. And they actually, they, believe it or not, the government undershot it. So it people were paying a lot less land tax and they're pretty happy with that. But I think it was yeah. about eight, eight, eight years ago or 10 years ago, they decided to really look at and review the value, the values people were paying. So to give you an idea, if, if one had an investment property on a clifftop or if one had an investment yeah. property 100, 100 metres in from that clifftop, that were similar figures. Now the value, value of generals worked out that a clifftop is probably going to be worth three times more than a block of land 100 metres in. So they actually yes. they're starting to charge those 
those sort of prices. And what's actually happened where people have got bitten is it's a rolling, they've, they're doing a rolling three-year average. So oh. even though the property market um, pulled back, the VGA figures have continued to pull, push forward. I also saw it with um, Roger Street Brookvale, Mark. Um, obviously it rezoned uh, a few years ago, but there hadn't been a sale in there. So it hadn't um, for a site for quite some time. So originally they were around that sort of one, $1.5 million. And that's where everyone's block was, even though the rezone happened and then a sale triggered uh, that we did a few years back at what, four and a half. And then I remember speaking to a lady who has a block in there and um, she got the chain reaction was a land tax. I think it went from, it tripled or quadrupled. And a lot of these owners, it sort of makes them think, well, I'm getting hit because it has this value. Yes, I'll get, I'll, if I develop it, I'll get the value. But if I'm just sitting there, they feel a little bit sort of, or I haven't done anything. It's not generating any more income. And now my expenses went from 10 grand to 40 grand. And you just on that bill. But do you reckon it's a bit of a push to make people develop land as well? Yeah, I was just, I was just about to, I was just about to say that. So look, I think what you find is it's, it's actually starting to activate a lot of dormant um, sites. People simply can't afford to sit on derelict houses that aren't rented. They can't um, sit on derelict commercial sites that are undeveloped. Um, the land, the benefit of this land taxes is. is uh, uh, investors have pulled their finger out of their bum because they're getting slammed um, mm. with this land tax every year. They're going, we're going to do something about this or we're going to invest smarter. So let's sell this, let a developer develop it and let's buy 10 units or five units or something. Do you know what I mean? So it's activated a lot of sites across Sydney because people simply can't keep up with the pressure of this rising land tax. It's interesting. It's definitely made that. I think um, it's just like we spoke about stamp duty yesterday, land tax now. And even like, I think more and more we sort of dive into it. There's just, you really see where that savvy investor, where they're looking at the land tax difference between, instead of just saying buy something for a million, let's see what I'm buying for a million, lower the land tax, get depreciation, buy something new, maybe get depreciation, uh, first homeowners, stamp duty. There's a lot of extra costs, which if you're sort of not looking at, can really, really make the difference between a good investment and a bad investment. So I think it's really well, good to have all this top of mind and see what strategies work for you and what style of properties. And, and there's that age-old question of do you invest in a unit or do you invest in a house? You know, how many times do we get asked that question? Do I buy a unit? Do I buy a house? Now, when you ask that question and you consider land tax, it really yeah. changes the power of that equation. The, the, the math is so much more different and in favour of a unit now because of land tax. So I, I urge everyone that when they're doing their calculations on buying an investment property, um, if you dig below the surface and consider land tax, I think you'd it would really switch your thinking. Um, if you're thinking house, it could potentially switch your thinking very quickly over to a, um, to a unit um, because you've got the ability of, and I'm going to, it sounds, may sound a bit silly, but I'll use big figures because it amplifies the, the Makes the you problem. sound smarter, Mark. <laughs> Dog big numbers. Big um, numbers, big words. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can own, uh, to give you an idea, two houses in, as an investment property, two houses, the same amount, and say your land tax bill is going to be, uh, 40 grand a year 
30, 40 grand a year. I can, and say those two houses are worth market value, $3 million. Um, you can own about five or $6 million worth of units. So you may have six units or 10 units and pay the same amount of land tax. So you can almost have double to triple the amount of property holdings market value. That is guys, not VGA market value, but the VGA figures will be similar, which then means the land tax will be similar. So it's changed a lot of investment thinking towards strata title where you're getting more, where you're chopping up the value of the block yeah. as, a, as opposed to um, Torrens title, which is a house. It was like those Soho's mark that we did. It was like what, three and a half million sales and they're like 60 or 80 grand per property. It was just like cheap for that sort yeah, of level. So, you know what so I mean? Get, like, and that was generating get, more than a house would generate. Like sometimes, yeah, it was, um, it was a huge difference. Well, you know, that, that with that example alone, that's a great example because that, that developer, that purchase, the inv- advanced investor was purchasing 300 mil, three and a half mil worth of property, but he's, he had uh, his land tax contribution was under the threshold. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he, he owned three and a half, he owned effectively five units, paid zero land tax because he was under the threshold. Now, if he took that three, if he bought two houses, again, he'd have a bill of 30 to 40 grand a year. 30 to 40 grand a year over 10 years is $400,000, assuming it doesn't go up. It's going to go up, but it's $400,000. Yeah. That's freezing the values. 400 grand like you have to pay if, 10 years as opposed to zero. 100%. Let's just say, and yes, you got Strata, but Strata's not 400 grand. A year, uh, doesn't cost you 400 grand. So it's a really good, um, I think it needs to be spoken about more. I think a lot of that sort of old school thinking was land. There's definitely merits there, but um, especially as that, yeah, it's just, it, it's, um, I don't think it's as black as white or the mindset's definitely changing for a lot of investors out there that we're seeing. So um, I'm just seeing if there's any, any, other, any questions comments, from friends? Any questions? Morning, Todd, Amal, Glenn, Jeff, Glenn, other Glenn as well. Lisa Bruno, how are you? Alrighty. Hey, Lee. All right. All right so it. land, land, land tax. It's a, uh, it's a heavy topic. It's something that we've really got to be considering as investors. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, Monday night news is on eight o'clock on Facebook. This will be podcast. Yep. Uh, that will be podcast. Everything's podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, you can, watch, you can watch the podcast anytime, guys, if you want to catch up. Or if you want to forward this topic to friends, please, that helps us um, with getting more traction. Yeah. See you, bud. See you, guys. Bye. See you, guys. See you. Oh, there you are, bud. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you, guys. Yeah.